We must guard against the acquisition of unwarranted influence, whether sought or unsought, by the military-industrial complex. What we do not do is spy unlawfully on Americans. We are leaving in 2014, period. Ladies and gentlemen, we got them. America's public enemy number one in the United States is drug abuse. In order to fight and defeat this enemy, it is necessary to wage a new all-out offensive. You are listening to Biting the Bullet with Luke and Typo. What's up, everybody? We're back. Biting the Bullet. A lot happened this week, I feel like. It felt like a lot happened last week. Um, There was a lot of Twitter drama going on. (laughs) There was the Durham report that came out. Um, I saw the first uh, unionized strip club in the United States, at least only active one. That was wild. I was like, uh, and it's like, (laughs) I don't know if you saw this, but (laughs) I saw the the picture of it and it, it's like four of them it's like four strippers and one's a dude that's dressed as like a woman but it's clearly a dude like it's not oh even my God. i think it's in like portland or seattle or something like of that of course it is yeah <laughs> <laughs> and, and it's like uh first or first uh or not first it's uh newest unionized strip club and it's the only active one all the other ones have failed and i was like yeah what would stop a a strip club owner from just being like, yeah, we're closing down and then sell the business to like his buddy and then just like reopen and fire everybody. Yeah. Like I'd be like, I'm I, not doing, I'm not dealing with this. Yeah. I, I mean, that's pretty, uh, that's pretty insane, dude. The whole union thing, like a lot of companies, a lot of places like fucking hate unions, but I just couldn't imagine. Like, can you imagine just owning a strip club and then like your strippers like we're gonna unionize? Like, what? <laughs> like, dude, what? honestly, it might it might work out better. He's like, yeah, I'll pay you hourly instead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's true. <laughs> what, you, you guys are all part time workers. You get four hours each, and uh, you get a hourly wage. And yeah. <laughs> you know, he's like, I'll give you twenty dollars an hour. He'd make more money. Yeah, yeah, I. That's so crazy. Yeah, you have to turn your tips in now. Like all that extra money that they yeah. they give you, like that's mine. And it's taxed, bitch. Yeah, now it's <laughs> Yeah, and you got to pay your union dues now. So <laughs> Yeah. So have fun with that. Well, and it, I just thought it was funny that it was like it was like four or five of them and I was just like, dude, that's like I guess yeah, it's a union, but it's not a real like that's not <laughs> like I don't think it's this, gonna work out in your favor. There's a reason why none of the other strippers unions didn't work out. Yeah. Well, I just think it's funny that like something like that has perpetrated into like like the whole the idea sex industry. of like <laughs> yeah, the whole idea of a union, like at least at least from my like my thinking, when I think of a union, like they're they're at least unions are trying to be like for the working like industry like for the yeah. working class you know like the people that are on railroads or what a pipe fitting yeah a lot of it a lot of mining. it was like safety concerns a lot of it mm-hmm. was and it was money a lot of it was money too so it was money and safety concerns like that's like the biggest negotiating yeah. things and they had and like at the time like i know like unions and unions are 
like really bad and they have like a really bad I think they ser- nowadays. Yeah, I just think they but, served a purpose at one point yeah, in time. There was a reason at a time why people demanded them so much. Like there was a legitimate, like there was legitimate grievances that people have and were being screwed by private companies, like hardcore what they were doing back then. Or these, like, that's why they, these unions became a thing. They just, you know, as like any sort of terrible institution, they get embedded with, you know, the government. And now pretty much all these unions, uh, if I'm not mistaken, are all like funding democratic uh, candidates because Democrats. So, well, the ones you know, most of them unions. Well, you know, well, I don't even think I think they're like Target or Walmart. They're funding both sides at a 49 to 51 percent clip and they get benefits from both sides to do so. You know, like that's especially the bigger ones, like the big the teachers union, like they're not just funding the Democrats, they're funding the Republicans. Um, oh, sure. Yeah, the 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 like the one that uh, Biden went and talked to um, when he was running, um, he went and talked to fuck. What was it? The one that the guy was like, <laughs> it was a big video when he was during his presidential campaign, and he was like, "What are you gonna do?" I think the guy asked like about I, maybe it was like an oil union, and he's like, "Why are you getting rid of like?" you know, the pipeline, blah, 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 blah. And Biden's like, I'm not doing that. Da, 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 da. And the first week he did, he got rid of yeah, the, uh, that, keystone that pipeline. Yeah. The Keystone pipeline. And, but they were like asking him serious questions, but you, you know, they're probably maybe that union, I, man, I could even imagine the oil unions paying both sides or the mining unions, they're paying both sides because, well, I love that the, uh, the Trump video of Hillary Clinton saying, um, you know, we, uh, we, his company and people like him talking about Trump, uh, you know, took that billion dollar loss and wrote it off in their taxes because of the tax loop and the CNN or NBC, whoever it is host was like, Trump, did you do that? And he was like, of course I did. Of course I did. Yeah. And everyone that funds her campaign yeah. is taking the same exemption that I am. And she's not going to get rid of it. She could have gotten rid of it anytime. There's plenty yeah. of things that we can fix in our tax code. And of course I use that. Yeah. But so did everybody else that's funding Hillary Clinton. She's not going to take that tax code away because all of her donors wouldn't give her any donations anymore. And it's just yeah. like, it's just hilarious. Yeah. It's like a moment of like legitimate honesty where he's like, yeah. instead of like, you know, trying to hide your kind of shady manipulation of the tax code. Yeah. Like he's just like, of course, oh, d- of course Dude, like, it what was do you mean? that was the every i think every i think every like working person you know middle lower class everybody was like i have no problems with like there's probably yeah. like you could probably find people that are like oh yeah that's that's shady and that's bullshit you shouldn't be able to do that you know a lot of the left left-leaning people that are like sure. uh you know idealists in it but everybody yeah, else yeah. was like fuck yeah i do the same goddamn thing if that yeah. means i got to keep a million or a billion dollars like fuck yeah you. i'm sure that went well for like the working class who like you know oh yeah because everybody i would like, say the and everybody yeah, respects middle, that or the middle class for sure you know like the middle class pays like they get really fucked over on their taxes like they're you know right below the wealthy class so they're fucking they're like once you get into the middle class like you start paying a lot more in taxes than you get back from taxes and you know yeah. those those people would love to find find loopholes and 
uh, ways around not to pay as much. So then watching someone being like, of course, like, I think the most, a lot of middle-class people are like, yeah, I would do the same shit. Like, I, I don't, yeah. <laughs> why would I not? And I respect him for being honest. And I respect yeah. him for being honest. Like, that's the yeah. biggest thing is like, there's, there's a lot when you're doing something that is considered shady, but it's legally okay. And people are like, yeah, like I did that, especially in a leader like that. And where mm -hmm. he can call it out and be like, they, they created it. I didn't create this tax code. Like if he created it and then he used it like, yeah, I'd be like, all right, that's super shady. Like that's, yeah, that's garbage. But he was just a normal business person. He didn't have any, you know, saying maybe you could say he donated to people that were fucking trying to get it passed. But at the same time, who wouldn't like if, if oh, there yeah. was a politician running around Phoenix right now and he was like, hey, oh, you middle class people, if you donate to me, I'm going to make a middle class exception to this tax code. I'd be like, how much you need and yeah. what's the exemption going to be like I consider it. Yeah. <laughs> fucking, right? like yeah, I'd be like. <laughs> and so when he can go up there and be like, yeah, I did. She's the one that voted this tax code in. I'd be like, dude, that, that's just like a respect thing. That's like, hey, man, you're calling it out like it is. Yeah. Like, you go. Well, do, you do you, dude. That's why I don't know if you talked about it. it was the Trump did that town hall with CNN. And yeah, I don't think we didn't talk about it. And I haven't got to watch a lot of it. Um, well, it's kind it of hard like to it's find, kind of, actually. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. It's kind of like yeah. tucked away. It's like, on. Maybe, it's on. It uh, it, it's you can find it on Rumble. But even if you watch yeah. like. Uh, so the, like a lot of the obviously the media freaked out, you know, they freaked out. Oh, yeah, Trump because was on it, CNN. because they looked bad. They looked yeah, bad. They looked Trump terrible. Looked good. They, I mean, dude, Trump like this is when Trump's at his best, dude, when they I don't know why they let when him he's on the CNN. underdog when yeah. he's the underdog and he gets yeah. to just like take pop shots from the back. Like, yeah. Yeah. And he just gets a, like when he's just embarrassing the media, like, he's the best at it. That's why that's it's why like he levels like, up like yeah. with every one liner. He's yeah. XP times 100 XP yeah. times 100. And it was such, and he, it just started growing. Yeah, dude. It was such a weird like town hall too. Cause it was a CNN. It was on CNN. And yeah, that was crazy. Apparently, apparently it was supposed to be 90 minutes and they cut it short to 70 minutes. I don't know exactly yeah. know what happened there, but we can just assume why they would probably do that. Um, and then, well, because the uh, crowd, the crowd was cheering. Yeah that's what that was the most shocking thing to me i was like dude where did they get their crowd from because they yeah. would think they would get like people that anything trump says would be boo you saw yeah. like traitor like whatever it yeah would because be. they get to because they get to pick you know they pick that shit so like it's either he won he yeah he won them over either he either won them over during the fucking interview or like they didn't do a really good job um, uh, finding the people. Like they just literally just grabbed random people. And if they just grabbed random people, I mean, that goes to sh like, if that's what they did, they like legitimately did it random. And the population base that they pulled from was cheering for Trump. That just goes to show you where everybody's at currently. Mm -hmm. And then third, they either vetted these people and these people lied because they knew like who's vetting them and they were like yeah we're for trump but i'm going to be a giant hillary clinton supporter on this fucking poll questions just so i can cheer for trump like you know what i mean yeah 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 well he and so and then, like it just it 
And if people are doing that, that's kind of cool. Like I'd be pretty, I'm pretty stoked if the third option is the real option, because that's just like a different mind game that the media is going to have to play with because they looked bad. Yeah. They looked bad. They were cheering for him throughout the entire interview. Yeah. And that, that girl, I don't know her name, but she, she was not very good either. I mean, like, Oh no, she looks Tr bad. Trump, Trump would like, I mean, she would like come after. So Trump got like found guilty in like a civil court of sexual assault on yeah. that one girl. I forgot her He's name. like, I never met her. <laughs> yeah. And he, and you know, he put, and, and like he would, he said thing like, look at her. You think I would pick that? And you're like, <laughs> like you fucking like dude. dude. And then the crowd starts laughing. And then this the craziest thing to me was like, so after that town hall meeting, well, that was like it got like CNN had like three million views for that. And that's like huge Yeah, it was like CNN. their yeah, it was their yeah. biggest like night for yeah. since like 2012. Yeah, something like well, probably before Trump was back in office, probably. I don't I don't know. But yeah, uh uh well oh so after the like after it you know like uh, people on twitter were freaking out especially people in like the establishment on the left just like losing their mind like why why would cnn do this why would they put this that type of crowd in there and then like all these other like you know msnbc and all these other like uh networks were like you know had their segments about it too and they but they yeah. all they would do would just talk about how disgusting and bad it was but they would never show a single clip from it because pretty much every single clip donald trump looked good you know like every yeah. single one <laughs> so occupied democrats um tweeted out on the 12th of may uh breaking cnn is exposed in a humiliating leak as it's revealed that backstage before his interview donald trump told the network ceo chris licked that he was going to boost their ratings. Lick nodded and told Trump just to have fun with the interview. <laughs> oh, wow. That's funny. Well, I mean, they're, they're kind of in a, like, that's what puts CNN in, like, this kind of this pickle, you know, where, like, having Trump on helps them dramatically. Like, obviously. Yeah. Trump comes on. They go, they, you know, the CNN interviewer and Trump, they battle. People love it, obviously. I think Trump wins most of the time, but whatever. It brings in ratings. So, like, why would you care? Uh, if you're just a company, if, like, this is where there's, like, you know, people think, like, these institutions are, like, oh, they're just, they just want the money, you know? Well, if that was true, they would have they would have Trump yeah. on all the time and just let their audience, people get bodied on national television because they, yeah. well, it brings in the revenue. But... Was that, was that, was that a, was that a, uh, uh, a hate crime against women like trump doing <laughs> yeah. trump doing that town hall like yeah because he destroyed the the interviewer like he yeah. destroyed her well she just comes off as like naggy and like like and no unlikable fun. yeah unlikable and, like constantly interrupts him i mean the biggest the coolest thing i think trump did was like basically his stance on the ukraine and russia war like you know yeah. she phrased the question like very like are you pro way. putin or are you pro america yeah. are you do you want ukraine to win this war and then like yeah. trump said like literally the best response i he's like i want people to stop dying and it's like holy fuck dude and they're like yeah and then she's like she, she's trying to like nail him on that she's trying to be like whoa whoa yeah. let me get this straight you don't want ukraine to win and it's like trying to make it seem like 
Oh, you're not on. And it's like, who looks bad? Because yeah, yeah, exactly what you said. Perfect response to that. I want people to stop dying. And it's like, how are you going to, how can you know, when he said that she was like, fuck, because how are you going to spin that? How are you going to spin that? You, she needed him to say, I want Russia to win because then less people would die. But that's not what he said. He said, I want people to stop dying, which is a lot more open, uh, a lot more open. And uh, it doesn't, it doesn't do the same thing for CNN. Like it just doesn't like they can't pin him down on it. Yeah. And that's, and that's what they're trying to do is like pin him. It's like somehow being pro Russia. And I mean, he's not even, he wasn't even saying anything that was like pro Russia or pro Ukraine. He was just like, Mm -hmm. you know, Ukrainian people and Russians are dying. And he's like, I can end it in 24 hours. Like, I don't know if that's possible (laughs) to really do that, but it's like, that's a lot better solution than these people are providing. I mean, shit, you might be able to end it in 24 hours. If you stop funding it, if you stop funding it, like what is Ukraine going to do? And I think that's the problem where a lot of people have is like, if you stop funding it, Russia wins. Like, I'm just like, in my opinion, that's how it, that's what happens. If the U.S. stops funding the Ukraine pro Ukraine side, then Russia wins automatically. Like it, Ukraine just can't do anything about it. Um, so maybe he could. He maybe he might be able to stop it in 24 hours. We're not funding them anymore. We're not doing that. We're not going to fund this proxy war against Russia. And we're going to remove our. And if you what what happens when the president of the United States goes in and says, hey, we're moving our our weapons and stuff out of Ukraine, like not just the weapons that we've given them to fight the war against Russia, like the NATO weapons that we have there in Ukraine. What if he's like, yeah, we're moving them back. We're not they're not going to be in Ukraine anymore. Like it's over. Like that's it's done. And, you know, if Russia continues to go on the assault and then takes over all of Ukraine, then there's a different you know thing to be made of it because they did what Russia wanted. They moved everything back, all that. Then then you can make the Russia bad guy fucking comment. Um, But at that uh, until that happens, like there's not much else you can do. And uh, there was this one other tweet from occupied democrats which i just think i'm reading theirs because you know it's occupied democrats which used to be occupy wall street and then that was a fucking whole shit show um at the end of it and everybody got fucked that was a part of it but they said uh cnn suffers a humiliating it's great that occupied democrats is saying this cnn suffers a humiliating public defeat as their disastrous donald trump town hall interview backfires The entire reason they allowed it was to boost ratings, which it barely managed to do. Nielsen ratings reveal that just two days after the CNN is struggling at fourth place in ratings for primetime news network. What's far worse is that CNN is even being beat by Newsmax, a deranged MAGA conspiracy theory network (laughs) that pulled in 357,000 viewers compared to CNN's 335,000 clearly giving Trump free airtime to spew lies about the 2020 election and smear his sexual assault victims is not working for CNN. They should go back to actually reporting the news retweet if it serves CNN. Right. And you know, this is, this is where I think the biggest story is going to be for the 2024 election is. So we saw the, the right have to like say, fuck, like we give up Donald Trump's the nomination, you know, like in, in 20, what was it 2016 they had to be like fuck like all right donald trump's the guy like we're 
we're going full board Donald Trump and everybody got a lot of shit for it. A lot of the, the, you know, mainstream guys got shit for it from the mainstream Republicans, but the Republican base was like, nah, fuck you. We're going with Trump. We're, we're riding with my man Trump. We're going right along with them. And so I think the Democrats are going to have a similar problem. And I think it would have been better. Like they were probably hoping it didn't happen until Biden was after his second election or whoever they were going to put there. It didn't happen until after their second election, um, their second, you know, uh, re-election. And uh, I think the, like the places like Occupy Dems and the Antifa groups that are have gotten really big and things like that, they're going to be like, no, we're going to have our own populist movement. We're going to go after this person. And I haven't really seen anybody rise to the ranks yet of like who it would be we're still a little early i guess it's 2023 but it's next year i mean it's next year like i'm surprised yeah. i think at the end of this year we'll see a lot more people announcing the whole robert uh the rfk thing is going to be interesting if he could talk better if he didn't have the problems he did i think he would be like a premier person for that but he's also not as left wing he's not the left wing extremist that like the Occupy Democrats and the Antifa want the populist movement, but he might be a little bit more middle of the road, right leaning conservative, or just, you know, um, like a, like a Louisiana Democrat, if that makes sense, or like an Alabama Democrat, yeah. you know, if that makes I, sense. I would. Yeah. I think maybe the better way of like, a, like, uh, I think he's like a Democrat, like his uncle was like Kent Robert or yeah. Kennedy. I think he's like a 60s, yeah. 70s Democrat where he yeah, talks yeah, yeah. about like, Free markets, you know, he's like, I think free markets the best way to and solve the problem with change. an overarching and, government. Yeah. And he talks about like all these. And yes. And he's more. Yeah. He's definitely like lower tax type, you know, more like the, I mean, I don't, I don't want to say traditional Democrat, but more of like this. Liberal he's like a California idea. Republican. Yeah. Like a lib, these liberal ideas <laughs> that he still has. I mean, I don't really know. I'm sure there's some things that he's probably pretty democratic there's definitely going to be some things that we don't I, like yeah, yeah I, I i haven't heard you know some important things to me that he said but um i just know that he's he's almost like he is like the opposite of the establishment democrats like he's you know yeah he's he's railing against these the big pharma and and um the lockdowns the mass the vaccines uh all that stuff i mean he's pretty pretty like his he's not a crazy climate change person like he's pretty yeah. like against you know government involvement in climate change um i mean there's a couple i mean he's clearly an opponent against the deep state inside our own government the cia the fbi you can call them out so it's really cool watching you know like uh, you know like the at least at least from my opinion and i think you were pretty similar is like you know, we always thought like the most Republicans, Democrats suck, but there was at least some yeah. Republicans that were like, at least somewhat that got it. ideas. Yeah. Like, yeah, like we could look at some like not saying there's a lot, but there was some that we could look at and be like, wow, man, we actually have some guys on the Republican side. And now it seems like, well, I mean, I, I it's so weird. At least at least RFK is creating a base. At least yeah. RFK is creating a base for there to be a possibility of democrats doing the same thing um yeah well i, I, I think i don't it, know I, 
I, I think it's just opening the door. Like, you know, the old boomer generation. Yeah, that's is what I'm saying. Die, it's the overturn window. Yeah, the door, like, because of online now, like, we have, like, RFK has been, like, he's making his round on all these podcasts. Like, he's he's been on so many podcasts yeah. recently, and I think that's the best way to go about it. Like, going on the news kind of, unless you're shitting on them. Doesn't get the same hit. Yeah, unless you're shitting on yeah. them and, and, like, embarrassing them, like, you're not, like, no one cares, really. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, Mehdi Hassan, he's on Twitter. He's a, a like a political analyst, but he's like, to be clear, this was not a sit down interview, a much needed grilling of Donald Trump. This was not even a media town hall. This was a Trump campaign rally facilitated by an unrepentant CNN. And what if CNN does this like flip, dude? What if they like, I don't think they can, to be honest, but I didn't get they would just you know, become a, I mean, they're already a dumpster fire ever company, but like, I just don't think they would be, they would exist anymore. If they were just like, went back to how I remember CNN growing up was it was the middle of the road news. Like that's what it was. Like it wasn't right wing. It wasn't left wing. And that's just how I remember it. That might be very wrong. Like you could probably prove the case that it's always been a left leaning, you know, crazy. But to me, how I remember it, especially early two thousands, um, when I really started understanding things more, it was the middle of the road news network. And if it went back to that, I just think they would lose all their funding, which sucks for them because, and sucks for the people because you should have news organizations that can keep an open and clear, ethical, journalistic yeah, worldview of things. But now that's just not what's going to get them views yeah. anymore. And they kind of I, fucked themselves. I think like before Trump, they at least pretended they were like middle of the yeah. road, you know, they at least had this facade. Yeah. And now, that like we're not. Yeah, one now side they're or a the Democrat other. news station. Yeah. And then, yeah. Then Trump came along and they were, they just lost it. They literally went insane. Like they, they thought this was the worst thing ever. And they went all in on hating Trump. So the facade was gone. Like, I mean, yeah. you, I watch these people like literally dog on the American people that voted for Donald Trump. Like, and Donald yeah. Trump got like, literally called them racist, votes. sexist, yes. yeah. deplorables, like all this shit, dude. Like 80 million people in this country, you're calling like scum. And it's just like, yeah. wow. Wow. Like really, you're like really reveal yourself. And it's so, yeah. I mean, I'm sure they felt this way the whole time. And I'm sure a lot of these elite liberal rich you know, champagne socialist types were fucking felt this way about Americans like that. But it's just so revealing when they don't even try to hide it anymore. I mean, they remember there. I don't know if we played it, but there was like a video where, uh, like it was like Don Lemon laughing at, like they're saying that people from the South were like stupid and uneducated because some one of the people he was interviewing said it and he starts laughing. He's like, wow, that's so true. And it was like, oh my God, dude, you're not, it's not even a facade anymore. Like the whole pretext of like pretending that you're, oh, uh, we, I'm independent and I'm down one side and, you know, I, I'm not for Republican or Democrat. Like that's just gone. And no one's, yeah, I don't know. I think that's one thing that Donald Trump like, broke in america is like people are now there's no one down the middle of the road anymore you know what i mean like most people are like they're on one side or the other and it's just kind of crazy like how that all changed like i mean look at covid there was like people that were like oh are you 
you know, like people get antsy about like, yeah. are you wearing your mask? Or did you take the shot? You know, <laughs> like, and then I, I mean, our side was like, oh, you took the shot, dude. Pathetic. Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> you're fucking weak. You dude. pussy. You you fell for that shit dude you know like that's that was our side but like it but you know like sides are being like drawn like you can kind of see like and almost like people people are kind of afraid like a civil war might break out in america which i mean i don't think we're that close i'm not but i'm not really worried about that yeah but if you say like you know 30 years from now there will be a civil war i mean if you look at what's happening now, you can see like the dividing lines are being drawn. Like the sides yeah. are starting well, to like, oh shit. And, and you know, that's what we talked about a lot during that time frame. We we're like, where's everybody's line gonna be? What's the line that's gonna be drawn? And what's gonna happen when somebody crosses that line? And I think a lot of like this is my opinion or my take is I think a lot of lines were drawn and a lot of lines were crossed, but if they're crossed again that's where the problem is going to be. Like people are like, we let you get it away. You had us in the first half. We let you get away with this this time. But the next time you cross that line, it's going to be a bigger problem. And I just, I think a lot of them know that too. And with the whole CNN thing, it's like, there's like a, a quote and I don't remember the whole thing, but it's like um, when an arrogant man or, or when an arrogant person speaks, let them continue speaking um, so that you can catch them when they're done talking, you know, like, don't, don't reply to everything that they say, because just let them keep going because they're arrogant. They don't know what they're talking about. It's like an arrogant, stupid man or something like that. And you can let them talk as much as you want or as much as they want so that they can eventually hang themselves with the rope that they've just created, you know? And I just think that's what they've, they've done. They, and you just, we should just continue to let them talk. Like that's the biggest thing is like continue to let them because they're just making the case that they are horrible, that they're just horrible. And mm-hmm. a lot of these, I mean, a lot of these news organs, it's Fox, same thing. They can get, they yeah. get the same treatment, especially after the whole Tucker Carlson thing. Like we talked about that. And I mean, that was huge. That was huge because yeah. they were wrong. And if, and if the things that they said they fired him for were the reasons why they fired him, it's like when I said in that show, it says more about Fox news than it does about what Tucker said. Like, I think what Tucker said was an actually human moment where he was like, I got to stop being this way towards people just because of their views. Like I got to remember that they're still people. And if he got fired for that, just because of how insensitive it sounded in the first half of the, the text message, then, you know, like that's, it says more about Fox News than it does about than it does about Tucker Carlson. Yeah, I think I think I mean, I think maybe in our lifetime, even we're, we'll watch the, like the death of cable news. Like, I don't think yeah. I don't think cable news will be around our entire lifetime. Like, I think they're on their last stretch now, honestly, because yeah. like just once let's just be honest, dude, like once people like my parents age, once they're not around anymore, like who's watching it? Like, I, yeah, I don't know anyone our age or the even news. their 30s or maybe even in their 40s. I don't even watching. have I don't even have cable television like we haven't had yeah. cable television. Shit. When was the last time that you and I since we've lived together? I don't even remember the last time we had. Ca- I don't think we've ever had cable after the Marine Corps. 
let's take a break for our sponsor. And our sponsor is once again, David Day. David offers a legal protection membership. It gives you access to attorneys 24-7 for as little as a dollar a day. When you're pulled over, don't talk to the police. Shut the fuck up and call your attorney. When a company screws you over, don't try and call or fight your way out of it. Have your attorney write them a letter. Take action to be the man of your house and protect your family from the worst aspects of the state. Visit David's website, daviddday.com backslash bullet, so he knows that we sent you there. His website is daviddday.com backslash bullet. That's D-A-V-I-D-D-D-A-Y dot com backslash bullet. Thank you, David, for sponsoring the show again. Let's get back to it. I, think I don't we think we've ever have... had cable. I think we might have one year just because we wanted football. And that's all we fucking watch. <laughs> that's all we watch. Yeah. On. But like, I don't, yeah. Oh, maybe at the, uh, maybe at the apartment. Maybe. The first, yeah. the, that well, apartment. Well, no, at the apartment, we were just, you know, finding a good website to watch it online. <laughs> well, no, we did that. I know we did that the first year. Because everything that we watched was streaming. And that's when streaming wasn't as great as it is now. It was like 2016 uh, or 2016, 2017. Like streaming was good, but it wasn't as like, you know, some of the websites weren't as good. Um, but I can't remember if we had like, because I remember, you know, going through like DirecTV or Cox or whatever. But I don't remember us ever. I think we just paid for the NFL network and we just, you know, had it online. Yeah, we might just use the NFL network online because I don't remember us ever having cable news. And fuck, I haven't had cable news since 2012. I haven't had cable television since 2012 because I didn't have it in the Marine Corps. Yeah, I don't even know. Ah, It's all it's all about streaming services now. And no one, as far as I can tell, like no one's and even if like I don't even know people that like follow. Like our age that are following like cnn or fox on like facebook you know or like yeah. instagram like i don't know anyone. no they're following people that they like and enjoy yeah. or their podcasts yeah. and that talk about what those people are talking about yeah yeah or yeah 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 they, they follow or, or just some like just an instagram page that posts the news that that they, that's what they created their page for and that's all it does and it's a, a lot of yeah. times better resource than anything you'll find in cnn or fox and so I just, it's so, it's like the whole cable news thing, I think it's just, it's, it's pretty much done. And like any, like, they, and they paint themselves, they put themselves in this corner though, because they're only, you know, they're only allowed to talk about like certain topics. And, you know, that's why Tucker Carlson was so popular. I mean, he's talking about like the possibility of aliens being real on the night show yeah. at Fox <laughs> News. He's talking about how JFK might have been assassinated by the CIA on the late night show on Fox News. So like he's gotten all these yep. ratings because he's like talking about stuff that's outside the perimeter of what's allowed outside the Obermitten window. And then they kick him off. And, you know, it seems like on one hand, you're like, Oh my god, dude! I can't believe they got rid of like the number one cable TV show news show in America, and but yeah. then on another hand, we look at it and it's like I don't know how he made it that far, you know? Like how how did he stay yeah, on absolutely. that long? <laughs> yeah, like no, exactly. And his whole thing with moving to Twitter, like that's that's a huge move. Like if he's gonna do everything off Twitter, and who knows? I mean, especially with Twitter the way it is right now, with uh, 
Elon Musk running it. And now that new girl is going to be in charge of it. And she's like part of the WEF and fucking all this other yeah. shit. Like it's going to be interesting how long he lasts on Twitter. Like I think the best move for him would have been to move to a place like rumble. Like I honestly think that was the best move to move to a, like a yeah. rumble or, or something Twitter, like that. Twitter had like Twitter is where a lot of like the political people are for some reason. Yeah. Maybe it's cause it's like a, basically honestly reminds me of just like a giant group chat you know that's what twitter really it's a is. giant group chat and you can follow the but the best part about it is you can follow the people you want to be in your group chat mm -hmm. and so like i since it's already like a political area uh like a lot of politics happens there first i think that maybe that was a smart move but i mean i don't know who knows I, who knows what i happens. think business wise it was a smart move that's probably well he'll make the most money um, I just think, uh, who knows what's going to happen with it. I think that's the bigger question is like, how long are you going to be able to do the shows that you want to do? Like, you know, and I just, honestly, I just think like the Twitter, the Twitter live or whatever they do, you know, that whole thing. I just think their media player isn't that good. Like I get annoyed watching videos on Twitter because you can't do anything else. Like I enjoy I enjoy YouTube because I can go and fuck around on everything else on my phone. Yeah. While I'm You're watching trying YouTube. To multitask and I think on your phone. Yeah. Yeah. Because I I'm mostly listening and then I'm doing other things. Like I, like I don't have to pay attention to every part of the conversation to understand the conversation. And I think a lot of people have gotten to that just because we're so ingrained in like the technology with phones and things like that, that a lot of people have like, I can listen to something pick up the whole conversation but while i'm doing 17 other things you know whatever um and i just don't like uh twitter's media platform like how they do their videos and things like that i just don't think it's as good and i don't know if rumble's there yet either i haven't been on rumble in a while but i don't know if rumble has gotten to the point where they have the capability to you know you can close out of the app and it still plays in the background yeah. but i think that's i think that's a big thing for like the new age is to be able to do that and it'll get a lot more people to your platform um, when you're able to do so. But I don't know. I just think uh, Tucker Carlson's move is huge for the industry in general. And the fact that he ended up on Twitter is really good for him um, and a smart business choice. I just think it might have been probably well suited somewhere else to like really be a part of something if he was wanting to be a part of something like the rumble i think the rumble thing is huge like i think that you know them signing people that have gotten kicked off of platforms and like having them come and be a part of their platform with options and stock portfolios and things like that like that's that's something that you that that could create you know a whole different anti whatever it is right now rhetoric and like an anti platform to the major platforms and i think yeah. that's honestly what i'm looking for like that's what that's what we need i think we need more competition and i just think if we if they keep if these big guys keep going to you know platforms like that and they're not moving to platforms that are off this like you know the current scale then it's never going to change if they go to twitter's instead of rumbles then it's never going to change and so i i was really hoping he was going to sign with fucking Rumble. yeah well yeah it's like you know the market for rumble came because of youtube censorship 
So like YouTube yeah. like basically shot itself in the foot with its censorship because it created an alternative, a market reaction, yeah. which was the uh, Rumble, which is based basically say say right now is like a free speech uh, video platform. Platform and yeah and on um, yeah I kind of you know I think I, I there's it's pretty weird but there's actually quite a few videos that like I try to find on YouTube and it's kind of hard or you don't find everything exactly what you're looking for then you go to Rumble. And you can find it like pretty like right away, like spot on, like yeah. right away. And it's really nice. Well, and that's why so, I use DuckDuckGo and Brave now too. Like I use Brave on my computer and I still have DuckDuckGo on my, my phone. Just, I'm not a big fan of DuckDuckGo, but I haven't gone through the steps to, I haven't downloaded Brave for my phone yet, mm-hmm. but you can still find things a lot easier. Like I can find a lot oh. more, a lot easier on DuckDuckGo and Brave than I can on Google, like there's just so much bullshit on Google that it's like difficult to weed through the specific things that I'm looking for. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's, what's, you know, starting to happen, but that what, what sucks is like, you know, Google is like its own word now. Like people will be like, Oh, just Google it, you know, just Google it. So it's kind of hard. So big. Yeah. Yeah. And like, I think the same thing with YouTube, like, you know, I still use YouTube all the time. Like YouTube's like, you know, I'm trying to find I use it, yeah. a quick, it's quick the better how-to video. Still, yeah, how-to video, like how to, I don't know, change something. Like I don't know, change the fucking my oil filter. Like I don't fucking know. Like something yeah, yeah, how yeah. to do in your car or like or anything, and how to repair my screen door. You know, and it's like bam, pops up immediately. Some video from like ten years ago, a billion views some like crappy grainy video but someone gives like step by step how to do it and you're like wow this is perfect exactly what i needed you know <laughs> yes yeah or like hey i need an i need a dad <laughs> and then there's some <laughs> dude being like a dad on there you're doing great son <laughs> <laughs> you know i don't know it's just crazy well and it's like the so we can talk about this and we'll talk about this like the next 30 minutes well the durham report came out and that shit's hard to find like accurate information on Google. Like it's like, if you really go and search for shit, like you can find people talking about it. You can find CNN's take on it. You can find MSNBC's take yeah. on it. You can find all their takes on the Durham report, but like actually finding out what was in the Durham report, it's difficult to find on Google. It's difficult. And I probably learned more from Twitter than I have from anywhere else. I haven't searched for it super hard, but you know, it's a lot easier. A lot of the things that I've learned, it's, just from coming up from Twitter and people that I follow where they've actually found the Durham report and what everything, everything that's gone on with it. Yeah, dude, it's pretty, that's pretty, it's pretty remarkable. And especially that it came out so recently, like, well, one, they couldn't even get interviews with like a bunch of the, you know, the the most important people like Comey wasn't interviewed. Um, uh, There's like probably Brennan wasn't even interviewed and certain people were interviewed but they would only answer certain questions. They wouldn't even comment on anything else. And I, so I think you know, these institutions like the FBI, I think, I don't know a lot. I don't know. I, you can go both ways, but there's some, like some of the FBI agents are acting like so shocked by this. Like, Oh my God, if I would have known the how yeah. made up this was, then I wouldn't have investigated it. But there's also like, Maybe I think maybe that's true with some people in the FBI. I think they honestly buy into the bullshit. Like they they think mm-hmm. like, oh well, they wouldn't tell us to investigate Donald Trump unless there was legitimate reasons for him, you know, uh, working with the Russians. To do so, 
Yeah. I think, yeah, I think like, like the people honestly believe that. But I also think that a lot of people kind of knew it was bullshit and they kind of just saying that now because they don't want to get in trouble, you know, because yeah. this is definitely something that could be criminal, uh, be brought to criminal charges for certain people. If can you actually can you go over it a little bit from what you know of it? Like what just in case other people haven't heard it? Yeah, base, uh, I mean, from for very general, uh, basically that there was no real legitimate reason for them to investigate Donald Trump uh for russian collusion as yeah. it was made and out. they tapped his phones they tapped his campaign yeah. they tapped everything that yeah. was i know that part was proven and he had been saying that the entire time he was like obama tapped my phones during my election campaign and that's all right so like if we believe like if we, for all the people out there that think that there is like there is hope for the institution as it is right now like if we just take it at that face value, like, all right, we're not getting rid of this thing. We're not getting rid of this thing. We need to make it the best we can. Like that can't happen. Like you can't have a sitting president tapping the phones of a president elect from a different party, tapping their phones, listening to their conversations, stealing their data, things like that. That can't happen. That can't happen. Yeah. If we If we understand that, it's going to be very difficult for this to continue to like, this is going to be what we have to deal with. Like our form of government that cannot happen. It can't. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, the whole, like, and, and the craziest part, and then this was, this has been found out like a while ago, but it, it, more of it started to come out with the Durham report, but the whole thing that got the FISA warrant for them to spy on Donald Trump was Carter Page. And Carter Page was was working with Russian or uh, was working with Russia. And but what, what they left out for the FISA warrant was Carter Page would, you know, would go and like do whatever he's doing with the Russians and then go debrief the CIA exactly what he learned working with these Russians. So he was a cia asset well the fbi left that part out and then carter page was an advisor on uh trump's team so the fbi left that part out when they filed for the the fisa warrant so it made it look like this guy was collaborating with the russians but the cia actually told the fbi i was like no 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 listen this is our guy like, he's actually helping right. us yeah, but they left that part out, and then they got the yep. FISA warrant, which allowed them to spy on Donald Trump, and the whole thing was basically bullshit. And the yeah, and the and the you know that Durham report came out. It came from Hillary Clinton, Hillary Clinton's yep. campaign. It all came. Their it whole, all started there. The Steele dossier. It came from the Hillary Clinton campaign, which that's what kicked off. That's what the uh, intelligence agencies use as their justification to begin the investigation was a fraudulent document that came from the Democratic Party and the Clinton campaign. And I'm pretty sure this was like, from what I think is this, I, I really think, because you remember, dude, remember like everyone thought Hillary Clinton was going to win. You know, everyone was oh, like, yeah. no way Donald Trump's going to win. Like, you yeah. know, I just don't see it. And I think like that's what the their mindset was too. And so they did make this like whole Trump so it wouldn't Russian... matter. 
Yeah, I think they made this whole Trump Russia thing up as a way to like damage him, you know, and like and but I think they didn't think he would get elected. So, you know, they'd make this phony story up. And then after the election and Hillary becomes president, they would just drop it and forget about it and be like, oh, yeah, we made it up. But who cares? I'm president now. And yeah, but then it didn't work out the way she lost. (laughs) She lost. So they were like. We're going, we're doubling, Fuck. tripling, we're going all in on this Trump-Russia yeah. collusion thing. And I think that worked out yeah. very well because, you know, Donald Trump did have this sort of rhetoric about, like, why are we expanding NATO? Like, this is a bad deal for America. He's like, I can just go to Russia and make peace with them. Like, this is not a big deal. And Donald Trump's perspective was like, we should be making peace with Russia because the real threat to America is China. Like, that's, he was very yeah. anti china Yeah, that was his... Yeah. Yeah. And well, and then I Hillary think, Clinton at the same time is like, well, he's going with Russia to try and make peace with them. Maybe the Democrats should go with China to try and get China yeah. on our side. And I was like, that's like when you look at that quote now compared to then, it, it has a whole different connotation to it. And whole it different connotation. Weird. And it was very weird because I don't know if people remember I mean Hillary Clinton was talking about enforcing a no-fly zone in Syria, where Russian troops are, Russia, like, military's at. And, like, I I don't know why people don't know this, but a no-fly zone is essentially war. Like, they're basically saying, we're going to go to war with Russia and Syria if they fly their planes there. And, 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 which is so fucked up, because in Syria, the United States was not invited to go there, and Russia was invited to come into Syria. So, yeah. like, who's really the fucking bad guy in that situation, you know? Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, but, so the Russia, so it starts off with, you know, Trump fucking Russia, you know, Trump's working with Russia, and they stole the election. So they threatened Donald Trump to overthrow our democracy in America, to kick out Hillary Clinton. But they're also accusing... Uh, Russia leader Vladimir Putin of like pretty much like committing the ultimate crime. Like Osama bin Laden wasn't able to like overthrow our democracy. Saddam Hussein yep. wasn't able to overthrow our democracy. Gaddafi wasn't able to overthrow our democracy. No one from China was. But all of a sudden, Vladimir Putin was able to overthrow and install his puppet in America. I mean, this is fucking a war. Like if that actually yeah. happened, war. Yeah. Like fucking, we're going to war, right? Like if China kicks in, and we slaughter the president in the streets, like that's what that's what happens. We slaughter the president in the streets, and we go to war with. Yes, like that. A foreign power takes over our government, like that—that is insane. And that was the level of crime they were committing or accusing Donald Trump and Vladimir Putin of, and. It boxed it boxed Trump in his entire presidency to where like his, I mean I'm sure there's other things that box Trump in his own, not uh fucking rhetoric. Like, <laughs> rhetoric would box him in too, but this was really used for like three years. The media was screaming about how Donald Trump was Trump Russia possible collusion. Trump Russia possible collusion over and over and over. Dude, over. how many times? Yeah, I was like, there's compilations and compilations yes. of them saying that, and then so they box him in. And then it makes him be like, you know, instead of this, like now he can't work a deal out with Russia because then if he goes and like, you know, makes whatever. Yeah. If he ever tried to make a deal with Russia in his first presidency, then they can just look at him and be like, see, he is a Russian puppet because he's making these deals with Vladimir Putin. 
So at the it, it's what a do better you do? deal for Putin than it is for us. So that means he's giving Vladimir Putin mm -hmm. the power and proving it. All yeah, and all while that's going on, there's literally a civil war in Ukraine happening. Like fucking the east yeah. and the west are going to war with each other. Syria's getting and, fucked up, and the east and west in Ukraine. Yeah, and so, so then you know at the in Donald Trump, his second reason he gets impeached at the end of his presidency. Remember that it was over because he tried to, yeah, quid pro quo. He tried to get the Ukraine investigate whatever department of justice in ukraine whatever the fuck you call him they try to get him yeah. to investigate that Biden. company his that his, his son hunter was working for 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 corruption and then they made it and then trump said and then i guess you can say this is kind of shady where he was like yeah we're not going to give you any weapons until you investigate this company against my political opponent who i had just so happened to be running a campaign against you know a little shady yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah but but I mean, but, when you look at his campaign and how it was ran, I'd be like, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. An and eye for an eye makes the whole world blind, right? Yeah, but that so then he gets impeached over that shabakal. But a lot of people forget that. But he caved. He gave the weapons to Ukraine anyways. And Donald Trump yeah. Jr. had this tweet or uh, some post where he's like, you know, he, he's like bragging about how we're like, see, my dad's given these all these weapons to Ukraine. Let's see you call my dad a Russian puppet now. And it's like, dude, yeah, you right? just fell into their trap. You just fell into yeah. their trap, you fucking idiot. Like you did you what just, they wanted. Yes, you just did exactly what they wanted you to do. They they boxed your dad in. He and he caved, gave the money to Ukraine to prove that he's not a Russian puppet. Just to, and what that do? You know, two years later, Russia invades. And it's like, yep. oh, my God, maybe that was a provocation. You know, maybe that was a bit. Of, yeah. Maybe you shouldn't have done that. You know, all your peace yeah. talks about with Russia. And it's just so I think it's so crazy how I, I don't know. It just this whole Trump Russia thing worked so well for the establishment, like the the fucking oh, yeah. unelected bureaucrats and behind. Yeah, the scenes. because now because now it doesn't matter if this Durham report came out or not. Like, it really doesn't because everybody in their head is going to be like, nah, he was still a puppet. I don't care what that report says. Like, all the people that are against him are going to say yeah. that. There's going to be people that switch sides that are like, you know, I never really thought it was true. But, I mean, all the evidence was pointing towards it. And there wasn't really a lot of evidence pointing towards it. But at the same time, they could make that argument in their head. Um, you know what I, I did think was funny? This was tweeted out by a muse. Um he was like, on the heels of the release of the Durham report showing Obama's involvement in election interference and the Russian collusion hoax in 2016, Russia has banned the dis disgraced president from entering the country. <laughs> so Russia banned Obama from coming to Russia. I mean, nice. yeah, I mean, <laughs> no shit. Um, but I mean, I, this it just goes further. Like we you can talk about Comey. Um, you can talk about uh, Flynn. You can talk about uh, yep. Michael. Fuck, there's just so many people. Yeah, like all these people that were disgraced, and you know, uh, they were, they were. Uh, who's the who's the other white dude um, that uh, that was like ambushed at his house at six o'clock in the morning? Roger Stone. I mean, this goes to all of them. Like, and what yeah. what happens? And what happens to these guys now? Like, what happens to them when all this has been faked? And so this is, I had this thought earlier too, while you were talking was 
So let's, we always talk about how there's always interference in American elections. Like no matter what, there's always interference in American elections. And it's like, obviously the FBI and the CIA are trying to get who they want. Like that's just what the establishment wants and, you know, whatever. So if they were saying that they wanted Hillary Clinton, do you think Donald Trump's interference was just better than the FBI, CIA's, the United States establishment? Like was his interference into, and that's why, like, maybe they just, like, do you think they just fucked up? Like they were like, oh damn, we really didn't think that many people would vote for him. And so even when they changed votes and stuff, like <laughs> if they did yeah. fuck with votes and things like that, do you think they just had no idea that he was going to have that many people or, I, or did they, or did they want Trump? I think they were, I don't think they wanted Trump at all. I think they really I don't think they believed. did either. They really believed. I think they were so full of themselves in their own little circle, in their own bubble, that they really thought that no one was going to vote for Donald Trump. I think because uh, Hillary Clinton, this came out in the WikiLeaks, Hillary Clinton was pushing for the media to push Donald Trump because she thought that she had a better chance against Donald Trump in the primary in the election yeah. than Jeb Bush. So they she yeah. wanted to face Donald Trump. So I really believe that these people thought. That there's just no way he was too much of an outsider. He was too crazy. He would say all these things. And there's there's kind of a historical precedent precedent for this. Like back in, so I think it was either Hungary or Poland. This is under the Soviet Union, and the Communist Party was they got pressured into opening up their elections so so other parties besides the Communist Party can run for the election. And what they yeah. thought at the time was they weren't worried about losing the election. What they were afraid of is, okay, well, what happens when we win this election? Everyone's not going to believe it because people just say well, that we cheated again. And but he's like, but we yeah. did it completely fair. But but they in their heads, they really thought that these people who were under like tyranny were going to actually go and vote for the party that's been terrorizing them for decades. But when they opened up their elections, I think it was Hungary, the election cycle came and every seat that was open, the Communist Party lost besides one. And they were shocked. They were like, oh, my God, why would these people vote like this? And and I yeah. think this kind of kind of similar with Donald Trump. Kind is like the they thing. just they yeah. were just so full of themselves. They, 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 they thought their shit don't stink. But it really roses smelled like poo, dude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, it's like the the arrogance thing, you know, it, that quote again. It's like, let them continue to talk and watch it, watch them hang themselves with it. Because I think that's what they did. I think they legitimately, I, I agree with you. I think they, they thought they were going to win and there was no possible way that they couldn't. They had all the information that they wanted about Donald Trump because they were tapping his phones. They were listening in on his phone calls and his text messages and the emails from this, that to whoever they had people implanted on his team in the campaign, yeah. working with the CIA. They had everything that they needed. And they're like, there's no way this guy's fucking winning. There's no way. Yeah. There's no I way mean, this fucking guy's winning. They went with Russia collusion. Remember they like that October, like the month before the election, they dropped yep. that locker room talk video of Donald Trump yeah. where he's like, just grab him by the pussy, you know, like. And it didn't do and, anything. 
And it did. It might have made people go, I'm voting for more. Like, you know, like, yeah. Like, yeah. Well, and you know, like, there's, it's like the, you know, some people just want to watch the world burn. And I think at that point, people were like, you guys are fucking lying to us. We know yes. you're lying to us. So we're voting for him. And like, he's probably lying to us too, but we don't give a fuck because we know you guys don't want him yeah. to be. Well, I and think it's always they're... like, it's like, it's like, look at who's in power and what they don't want. And you can clearly see who's in power. Like, it's very easy to see who's in power. So if you can look at who's in power and and you can clearly see who they don't want, like, people are like, yeah, I'm going to go for the guy that they don't want. Like, go fuck yourselves. Like, I'm, I'm just going to do that because things have been pretty shit. So why would I want you in power? And you clearly don't like this guy. So I'm going to go for this guy, whether, whether he makes it great again or not. Yeah. Yeah, I think yeah, I I honestly believe that more people were fueled to vote for Donald Trump because of how much they hated him, how much they fucking yeah dogged him and trashed him and hated him and like, and I and how much I mean and how much he would insult these people like on the stage like just straight yeah. up insult them and I think on I it's how everybody just... else in the middle class yes. and lower class talk to each other. Yes, and that and I think there was this like huge resentment amongst like a lot of like specifically working class people like the the like in those forgotten yeah, yeah. And, and then donald trump and like it's another thing it was like donald trump went to those communities he went that to the place no they one wouldn't they wouldn't go like you know he was going to like yeah. fucking outside random countryville in pennsylvania where like hillary clinton yeah. or biden would never be seen you know like no one would go yep. there and he was going to these places and I mean, I don't know if they fell in love with him. And I think he ran on like uh, his big things was like immigration, which is like really important to all these people. Um, well, like, And he was like, like basically an immigration hawk. Like he's like, we're building the wall and we're oh, going to yeah. make Mexico pay it too. Like you're like, holy shit. Okay. Yeah. You know, like this <laughs> craziness. And, and then like he was very, very, his foreign policy was very different from what we were used to. Um, you know, I mean, it was kind of also on both sides of foreign policy. Like he's talking about like what he needs to get yeah. done about fighting the Taliban. He'll be like, I'll blow him up. But then he'll also say like, why are we in Afghanistan? And he'll be like, uh, I don't know, dude. Like, yeah, what's, yeah, your, yeah. what's your take here? <laughs> so Breitbart posted also the FBI shut down four investigations into the Clintons during the whole um, the whole thing with Donald Trump during the Russia possible collusion hoax mm -hmm. that's pretty crazy and there's representatives calling for this guy i've seen a lot uh uh byron donalds the black dude that's kind of like a, a republican he's on the oversight yeah. and accountability committee yeah. he's like i want those investigations open back up on hillary clinton because let's be honest like all these this russia trump possible collusion thing was all from hillary clinton we knew this during the election campaign because the the steel dossier came from hillary clinton or somebody that hillary clinton hired to fabricate the steel dossier and that was fucking the guy that you mentioned earlier claire page uh, no it was uh or no 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 it wasn't him. it steel. was the yeah it was the british guy it was the british guy that was like previously a part of mi6 or something like that i think yeah the british author i believe Oh yeah, he was. You're yeah. right. He was British intelligence. Yep. 
Because that's where the dossier yeah. came from. It was the Steele dossier named after Christopher Steele. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's like, it's like, bro, I just, uh, it's so frustrating because you see all these things and people are still going to argue like us till they're blue in the face that, yeah, no, There's he was that... a Russian puppet. And it's like, it's like, bro, are you kidding me? Like they did everything wrong. And it like, there's yes. like, I can show you, I look like the fucking guy from always sunny with the red fucking yes. um, rope going everywhere. The red thread going everywhere. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me with a cigarette in my mouth and six bottles of scotch emptied around my desk? Like, come on, dude. Like, what else do you want me to fucking like? How else can I prove this to you? And there's just nothing you can do. There's there's not one single amount of evidence except for Hillary Clinton coming out and being like, yes, I did this, this and this. And, you know, even if she did come out and say that or anybody in the Democratic Party that's prominent, that was a part of this, came out and said it, they'd probably still argue that they're just being told to say that right now. Yeah, dude, I it's yeah it's so it's so crazy because they made like they went through all this trouble to like like roll donald trump and like and they made it seem like donald trump was this like dictator like he was gonna take over and like everything would go to shit our democracy's fucked and that's what they made it seem like and honestly like i don't think donald trump was anything like that i don't think he was this champion for the right wing i don't think I don't think he was this dictator of the left. I honestly I just think he was an anti like populist yeah. movement. He was just like I, in my perspective he just saw like America as a business making dumb business deals that he just didn't think made sense. And that's what his that's what his logic was. He was just like why are we doing that? We're wasting money. Like we can we don't need to have NATO like this. Like NATO's for, you know, is anti-Russia. But what if I just go make a deal with Russia? And it's just like so basic thinking of like well if we don't need nato anymore and fund all these nato countries if i just make a deal with russia like that's his mind that's his thinking like we don't need to do this and i think that's just like some logical thing he would think about other like i don't know i think he just had like simple practical solutions for what people made out to be very complex things you know and maybe they weren't that complex at all well, and you know, it's like it's like when people ask, "Why are we still in the in wars in the Middle East?" And everybody, like the especially like experts or people in these positions, their first thing is going to be, "Well, you know, the foreign policy is very complicated and delicate." Yeah. You know, that's the first thing mm-hmm. they say, and it's like the the more I look at it, the less I think it's first delicate. And second, I think most people don't want to go to war. I think the majority of populations in countries don't want to go to war. To be just, you know, frank, like they don't want to go to war. So if they don't want to go to war and people are still sending them to war, there's going to be resentment there. Like it's like the population of people in Israel. You think the people in Israel see what's happening in Palestine and what their government is doing to places in Palestine? And you think the majority of people in Israel, the normal fucking middle class to lower class in Israel are like, yeah, what we're doing there is good because their kids are going and dying. They're the ones... You know, their kids are going and dying in Palestine when they have conflicts in Palestine and things like that, when they have to go in and fucking do shit. You think they really want it's like the Republicans with in the United States. You think that that they're uh, I mean, we saw it that we voted for three anti-war presidents in a row. And that's the only thing that they had that was consistent through all three. So that's why I'm saying it like that. It's the only thing that was consistent between all three. 
And that's why it happened that way. But I mean, it's still going on. So it's, there's resentment getting created and these things are a lot more simple than they're making them out to be like, you you know, like, I just don't think that they're as delicate or, you know, too high up in the air for the normal working class person to get, because it's like, Oh, we don't like what they're doing. So we send our children over there to kill them to stop doing that. But my children die and their children die and their parents die. And then somebody comes and bombs us 16 years later. And, uh, and we expect the the cycle not to happen. And it, it's like, well, violence begets violence, fire begets fire. Like we got to figure out a better way. And I just don't think it is as, as yeah. delicate or, out there as they're saying i wanted to bring this up too so harvard caps um it's uh it's the harris poll it's ran by harvard they asked does the u.s government need wide ranging reform to prevent interference in elections by law enforcement and the intelligence community or have we already made changes post 2016 to avoid any type of inference um so the blue is 71 percent, and that needs wide ranging reform and the red <laughs> is 29%. And it says, have already made the changes to prevent this type of interference. And, you know, it's a 70-30 split, basically. And it's like that 30%, there's going to be 30% in America that will always say that Russia, Trump, possible collusion was a thing. And like, oh, that's yeah. just what it's going to be. They're not going to, they're not going to change their minds. Dude, that's something to think about like well i would i would guess that if it's say it's like 1975 and the cia is saying that the soviet union installed a puppet into america i would think americans would be ready to go to war like i think that i think they would be much more believable for them at that time but now it's kind of amazing because at least half the population now just rolls their eyes like they just when someone says, "Oh, the CIA thinks Marjorie Taylor Greene is working with Russia or something," I think most Americans would just roll their eyes and be like, "Okay, yeah, you can say that, but yeah. we don't believe yeah. you." Which I think is great. I think that's a very good yeah sign for our country that, I mean, you know, I would love to see like some serious prosecution and live trials for these monsters of human beings, but I don't think we'll get that. But It will be. It is nice that a lot of these institutions are losing credibility. And I don't think it's it's going to I don't know, it's going to be damn near impossible for them to gain that credibility back to. I don't think you can just overnight come like once once someone figures out that you lied to them on this kind of scale. I don't think they you come back from that. And I mean, that's honestly like I think that's we talked about this a couple episodes but like the, the institutions in our society that we looked upon for guidance and pretty much anything they told us we a lot of people just believed and i really think that they them going all in on this donald trump thing like that was really gonna have some negative effects for them in the future i, I don't see them yeah. being yeah. seen as legitimate for very much longer yeah. Well, and it's like the whole, the Bill Barr, you know, Bill Barr and Donald Trump didn't, it didn't, to me, it never really seemed like they got along, you know, like it didn't really seem like they were, they were buddy, buddy, but even Bill Barr came out 
and because he's the attorney general, right? So Bill Barr came out and he's like, on the Durham report, the people who are criticizing it are the people who perpetuated the big lie of Russiagate and advanced that false narrative, peddled it to the American people and did immense damage to our country and to our institutions. So like, I think these people, like there's people in these positions that are starting to see it too. They're starting to see the seams crack. And it's just a like the Durham report. I I need I want to I'd need like a cliff notes because all of it's going to be fucking legal bullshit legalese and it's going to be difficult to fucking read. And it's not something that I'm going to be super interested in reading because I just know everything in it is like, well, you were right about what you were saying here, here and here. But I need like a cliff notes version just so I can be like. See this, and then here's the source. Here's this, and here's the source. Here's this, and here's the source. And you can just shove it in people's faces. because. And this is what I want news agencies to do. This is what news agencies should do. Yeah. Boom. This thing just came out. Here's the claim. Here's the affirmative. Here's the negative. And here's the source for why this is true or this isn't true. It's like very simple stuff. It's not fucking crazy things. Like th mm -hmm. that's not what we don't need all these opinion op-eds. Like I don't, I don't, I don't care about your opinion. I want to know the juicy facts of this legal case that just came out and why it was found this way. Like that's what they should be reporting on, but everybody's just giving their opinion and it's just op-eds after op-eds after op-eds. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it yeah, because there's a lot of like interesting stuff that has re been reviewed. It's like 300 pages, I believe the report is, and I've yeah. only I only skimmed it to be honest. But I was just getting a lot of stuff like people clipped stuff from it from, um, put it on Twitter, and I've seen some YouTube videos that people clipped like certain aspects of it. But it's just pretty damning. It's just it's a pretty damning report to the intelligence agency, specifically the FBI. Which I probably would say the FBI might have more power than CIA. I don't know. It might be up in the air. I don't know. I feel like they're kind of similar. And yeah. CIA has more power outside of the country, where FBI has more power inside of the country. You know, I think that's kind of how it works yeah. out. Yeah. I mean, basically, from its founding, I mean, Jay, was it Jay? What is it? Edgar? Yeah, Jay Edgar. Yeah, that guy was like blackmailing motherfuckers from the beginning, dude. Like he fucking <laughs> the whole inception of the yeah. FBI, they were fucking messing with candidates and politicians. Yeah. Well, and, I mean, we're seeing this shit again too. So, Florida politics, it's on Twitter. They put out a tweet, shock poll shows Joe Biden 14 points ahead of Ron DeSantis in general election. Like, nah, I don't believe you. I don't believe you. Like, I'm sorry. I just don't believe you. There's no way. There's no way. Um, Giancarlo Sopo, he's like, guys, I know we have stories to write, but if someone sends you a poll and it shows a Republican losing men by 18 points and at 34% with seniors, you can throw it in trash, especially when it's from a foreign film. There's obviously something wrong with it. And it's like the Redfield strategies like poll. And it's saying that specifically. And it's like, nah man i don't believe you like i'm sorry and there's there's just so much evidence that points against that like you think if the if the election was only held in florida you think biden's winning that no like if it was just held no. in florida is biden winning in florida against ron DeSantis? there's no way I just don't there's no that. way in hell there's no way and 14 points that's a landslide 
Dude, that's insane. I don't think if it was for Florida, if it was Biden or sorry, if it was Trump or DeSantis that was the Republican, I feel like candidate for president, either one of them would take it over Biden. There's no way that Oh yeah. There's no way. I don't now, if it's between like DeSantis or Trump in Florida, I don't know. Probably, maybe De- probably DeSantis. I'm guessing. Not exactly sure, but yeah, I don't know. The whole I think I think that's going to be probably a big topic of our conversation until the uh, the primary is over. Is going to be what's going on with Trump and DeSantis? Like, what are they going to say to each other? Because if they really go after it with each other that could be a downfall of the Republican party. And that might be what the Democrats are hoping for. Be. So they keep propping both of them up. Um, be Cause that could be yeah. the downfall of the election. Yeah. Especially on, on what they're saying about each other, like how yeah, much they're going to take the, the gloves off. I, I think Donald Trump, I think Donald Trump's kind of dumb for going after DeSantis before you even like announce that he's running. Like he's, he could have just been like, yeah. Hey man, like uh, I like you, like what you do, but 2024 is mine and 2028 can be yours you know like that yeah could have just made some sort of deal or talked to him about it but instead anytime desantis does things that makes it look like he's like you know he went to japan i think or korea or something that was kind of weird yeah yeah. a governor of florida be going to do things like that and it's like oh yeah probably opening the door for him to run for president and yeah but I don't know. I thought Donald Trump probably could have handled the situation better. But I mean, now what you kind of put DeSantis in this corner of like, OK, dude, you keep attacking me. What what do you what do you want me to do? Just not run now? Like you keep talking that shit, dude. Like I am I'm, might throw my hat in. But I don't know. I don't know what will happen there. I don't I, I really I mean, DeSantis was good on like lockdowns and stuff and. I mean, there's other things I've seen him pretty good on, but he's just not as like exciting as no Donald Trump. Well, and you know, like the thing about I mean, in Florida, you can't talk about the Jews in any unflattering light. It's illegal. Uh, Texas, same thing. You know, like it's it's uh, true. And if you can't talk about certain things, then that's a interesting position to be in as a free person you know what i mean like i just i just and you know desantis has been very hawkish on some things and you know i'm not saying trump's any better i mean fuck we blew up when he went after suleiman shah and fucking all this stuff for iran like but desantis was right there backing him the entire time like i just I don't think either of them are good. I think they're both probably better than they're better than Biden. Like, I'll just say it at that. They're better than yeah. Biden. I mean, that's um, not hard. You know, and, Come on. <laughs> yeah, not not <laughs> difficult to do. Not difficult to do. So it's just kind at of an, it's just going to yeah. be an interesting thing. Yeah, I think. Well, I think like no matter what, you know, what we want in politics, we lose. Like no matter what happens, we, we lose, you yeah. know. I don't think that Donald Trump's going to bring liberty or the debt down. It's like being on a really shitty sports team where you're like, I'm just trying to not lose by 20. Yeah. And I think that, yeah, exactly. And I think that Donald, Donald, at least like the one thing Donald Trump does that I think is really good is destroys the media. Just completely shits and embarrassing. And that's huge. And pisses off all the people I hate. 
which is also huge for me. And at least, you know, at least that when he's, you know, doing terrible things that all presidents do, at least he's funny about it. You know, at least it's entertaining when he does these fucking. Yeah. So, yeah, it's super entertaining. That's why it's super I entertaining. think Donald Trump might be the best one out of all of them. I don't think I don't think, you know, Biden sucks. Clearly an establishment hack. Clearly. Um DeSantis, I don't really know. I mean, he's probably maybe a little bit better on some policies than Donald Trump, but I don't really, I don't exactly know, but he's kind of boring, not so fun. And Donald Trump, wild card kind of, but embarrasses all the people I hate and pisses them off as well. Also funny, just really funny. <laughs> and You know what you haven't said yet? Who's running for the Libertarian Party? Well, I mean, I'm assuming it's Dave Smith, but I don't fucking know. It's getting... I just can't like... believe that they haven't said anything. Somebody's got to say something. Yeah, and the, the other Libertarian candidates that threw their name in, like, I mean, I haven't seen one at all that I like. They're all, like, yeah. literally lame or annoying. Dave Smith's the only, the only reason I think Dave Smith would be very well is because he has access to a lot of major podcasts and yeah, pretty good at delivering like libertarian ideas and stuff. But I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen with that. I thought we would have, you know, I thought we would know by now who would be running, but I don't know. I thought it would be Dave Smith. I'm assuming it's Dave Smith, but I have no clue if that will yeah. actually come to light. I just, I think it would be a fun wild card to have Dave Smith in there just because he can do kind of the same thing as Trump does, you know, but on like our terms, <laughs> you yeah, know, he yeah. can just make the, he can make the argument the way that we want the argument framed and he yeah. can do it funny. And I don't think he's going to be an establishment hack about it. He's going to, you know, you're not even well, letting me finish speak. Like, what are you doing? Da, 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 da. You know, he can I think, he can play the game if he yeah, gets the chance. So if like and it's very possible with like the type of media terms that we're in um, with like podcasting being more bigger media format than cable news yeah. and shit. That it's very possible that you could pull in like some decent numbers, like at least for the Libertarian Party, of course, that. Yeah. You know, it could make somewhat of a difference in the election by by margin. And, you know, it, it comes an inter interesting question that might come from that is, and I mean, I'm not sure I could be wrong, but I would assume that Dave Smith would probably, if he ran, would probably pull numbers more from the Republican side than the Democratic probably. side. And if that's yeah. true, what if Donald Trump comes to him for concessions to step off the Ooh. uh step and i'm not saying this would happen i have no idea this is no. just me this is like what the, like the only thing we could possibly get out like the libertarian party could get out of an election is what i think like they yeah. could spread their message and ideas which i think is great but the next step would be like possibly pulling enough votes by the margin that it makes the republican candidate nervous that they might lose that margin of votes where they need that candidate to uh, step out and endorse them. And if, that's an, yeah. if there's enough for that, my question would be like, well, what would the concessions be? 
because they would have to yeah. be, I don't know. I mean, I don't know what you could demand or ask for. You don't want to shoot too I big. Think, I think the biggest thing that he could do that might be possible, he could do anything with Yemen. I think he might be able to do stuff with Yemen and the drug war. I think those would be the two like easiest and might most conceivable things to get concessions for if we can get if we can get rid of the drug war that'd be huge for the united states if we could get rid of like i'm not even saying donald trump has to go up there and say everything's legal if we're just like hey we're not prosecuting on crimes like this anymore and we're not running these programs like we've been running anymore that would be huge that would be gigantic and just uh, and just legalize weed federally. Like, you know what I mean? Like, legalize weed federally. Like, states can do what they want. It's legal federally. Yeah. That'd be huge. And then if we could get out, if we could get more people out of the Middle East and um, stop doing anything in Yemen, I think those would be, I would be okay with Dave Smith being like, yeah, I'm putting my vote behind. I'm, I'm, Getting out of the race, do not vote for me. I'm putting my vote to, uh, with Donald Trump. And I'd be like, that's that's the first win a libertarian's taken since the yeah. libertarian party fucking started. Like, that's a fucking yeah. win. That's a fucking win if we could get those things out of it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Or even I would say like maybe even uh, pulling back federal gun laws could be another one, maybe. Yeah. Which, like, I don't think they do back. that, though. Yeah, I don't think they'd go. I don't know if he'd go for that. I think the drug one Just might because be kind of Trump was hard. going after I think the drug yeah. one would be hard. I think that's the mo- more difficult one out I of think the two. The, yeah, I think the foreign policy angle might be the best one. I think that was a good one. Yeah. I think that might be the best angle that you could actually put something on the table that would be something that Donald Trump would even consider. Because it kind of aligns yeah. with his rhetoric anyways. So I think yeah. he would be like, oh, yeah, I'll pull out of Syria or pull out of yeah, wherever. And it would be fucking yeah. That would stop be... the blockade in Yemen. Yeah, and now I yeah, I don't know. That would that'd be something really interesting. I don't know. Maybe maybe someone could maybe I'll tweet that at Dave Smith and get an answer. Like if you are the president and Donald Trump looks wants you to step out of the race to endorse him, but he'll give you some concessions. What would your concessions be? That would be a good question to ask Dave. I think. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see um well i think that's all i got to say for this week you got anything else uh i do not i feel pretty good i think we covered a lot of what was going on (laughs) the durham report was pretty big and i guess the train the not the train the strip club union massive news in in this week (laughs) massive news massive news got look it up go look up the strip club union and you'll laugh at the strippers you'll laugh at the strippers uh it's pretty uh comical to be honest but um yeah send us some lefties i want some lefties to get on the show some lefties that you like like i don't need i don't need them to be uh you know lefties that are like right actual righties i just want some lefties that are like actual libertarian lefties or lefties that can sit there and have a conversation and have a good time like that'd be dope I want to yeah, talk don't to be sending us someone like from NPR. You know, I, I don't even think we can get NPR on this podcast, but yeah, you send us some like yeah, somebody that's loser. in our range, like in yes. our range. Like I'm not some loser 
NPR guy that believes everything that comes from the state. And I'm like, okay, well, we're just going to fight this whole podcast. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Give me somebody that's, that's on the left side of the libertarian sphere or at least left leaning that they can give me a fucking crazy commie. Like I'm fine with that too, because I bet you we could find some things in common about the state that are horrible. And that'd be an interesting conversation to have. So find some people like that, that would come on the show. I like it. I like that. So, um, well, that's the fucking shit show. I hope you guys enjoyed it. We'll be back next week. We out.